And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's marvelous, monumental, most fascinating, massively mind-bending Monday as we join our hearts and minds as one, drawing closer to the King of Kings and glorifying his name. First, because we're about to clarify material that gets somewhat redundant, I'm going to tell you ahead of time. I'm going to cherry pick some of the better pieces that take place between Job and his wonderful friends, but you will see some repeated material coming back and forth. The biggest ones that I have found thus far appear to be, I'm smarter than you. No, I'm smarter than you. You're dumber than me. No, you're dumber than me. (laughs) That seems to be a running theme between chapters 3 and 29. Somehow that just does not appear to be the great wisdom of God. Next in Job's fifth speech. He says, I would speak in a way that helps you. I want to help take away your grief. I bring this up because we need to be careful about what we do with our words when we speak to people. Notice we've covered this before from a different angle. We need to cover it again. Because when we speak, we need to speak in a way that helps them. Our goal should be to encourage them and strengthen them. And if they're hurting in any capacity, even from repentance, our goal should be to help them with their grief. And finally, Job says, I lived quietly until you broke me apart. (laughs) Should the clay say to the potter, why have you made me thus? We are God's creation, and he created us with and gifted us with and allowed all of our lives with purpose beyond our brains. This all comes down to the same place for an earnest Christian. It all comes down to trust. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing politics, entertainment, and current events, personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and life, eh? So much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. You can text us live during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us. What? A telephone? What? 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. And when you make that call to 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Dynamite! 
Talking to Dynamite D, that's like winning a raffle that you forgot about. You forgot about it. They're like, I won? I won? Pretty I nice. won? That's, that's pretty nice feeling. That's what it's like to talk to Dynamite D. If you have a question, a comment, a thought, an opinion, you want something you want to share, fantastic. It's a great venue to do it. If you need prayer for something, let's collectively join our faith. If you had something that's happened that the Lord has blessed you in, let's share that with one another. Even if it's from the past and you never shared it, if it's from currently going on, or even something you want to profess as hopeful that's going to happen, that's okay because we're your brothers and sisters. Psalm 119.63, I'm a companion to all them that fear you. We don't care about your background. We care about your heart towards the Lord. Heavenly Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. It's not overly complex in that way. Nobody's asking you to change denominations or be different than you are. We're just asking you to be aware that there is a very narrow path into the kingdom. But once you are in the kingdom, you find out that there's broad territory based on 12 tribes, one Israel, based on 1 Corinthians chapter 12, talking about the body being many parts with one head, but different parts learning and needing each other. That's the key. So that's what we're trying to do. We also do trivia because it's fun. Good. That's what we got. Now we got the resurrection stuff coming. Easter's coming. So Wednesday you can count on a Easter Easter message from Dave coming. Pretty much. Okay, that's happening. So let's just back up and keep it simple on this trivia question. Let's not make it complex. Ready? Okay. Not looking for a number, looking for an actual day. What day of the week did Jesus rise from the dead? Yeah, there you go. You don't get that? You might be new to the faith. Or you might be groggy and just listening going, what is it? What are they doing? That's a pretty great way to say it, Dave. <laughs> All right, if you if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. You believe we've done over 1,000 shows? That's amazing. Uh, a couple things I do want to bring to your attention. Please be praying for the ministry expansion because we are still working through that. Uh, there's nothing wrong. We are sim- uh, simply going through the process of making sure that all our uh, things are lined up for Don and everything goes uh, okie-dokie. I was just informed, by the way, there was some kind of amber alert during the question. So uh, I do want to repeat the trivia question. It's not overly complex. We can make it simple. What day of the week, not number, but what day of the week did Jesus rise from the dead? And keeping with the resurrection. See if you can get that together. Uh, additionally, i got to tell you this quick story, and then we'll get into some of the other stuff. Uh, if you know the trivia, by the way, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. And as well, you can send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. Yesterday, we had the tremendous privilege of having the actual owner of our house came up into Rockwall. His name is Frank Coleman. Frank is a fantastic guy. Just just a lights out, great Christian guy. So he came in. We talked for about, he was only going to come in for 10 minutes. We talked for two hours. I can see that, Dave. We you. just talked for two hours. All right. Now we do have somebody calling in on the trip, so that's cool. So I just have them hang on. So uh, Frank and Noel and I were talking and sharing stories. And just, you know, we've been in that house for five and a half years. 
And so we were talking about that. He was telling now he's uh you know, he's he's north of seventy. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. And uh and he met his wife, read of this, in the ninth grade. It's it was just, a different time back then, Dave. Oh my goodness. We were talking about that and uh, she had passed away about two years ago. But uh they had been together that whole time since he was in the ninth grade. I was just like, just think about that. It's just amazing. I love stuff like that. I know. Noelle just like, oh, she just, it's wonderful when we talk about it. But he told us a story, told me a story before Noelle got there. And I just want to hear it. I want you to recognize how protective God is. So Frank is a go get him, do kind of guy. He doesn't like to, he likes to be active. So before we moved in, he was going through the attic to make sure everything was properly set up, right? And he saw this little, like, light, what he thought was a light. So he stepped over to it, and he fell through the attic. Okay? Now, we're not talking 30 years old falling through the attic. We're talking probably still north of north, 70. Yeah, north, yeah. Okay? So he falls through the attic. And he's telling me, he said, for about three, four, five, maybe even ten seconds, he just didn't even know what was going on. But when he kind of came to, his... His hands were holding on to a stud, and he was hanging in the air. And he was like, first he was trying to figure out how did he get there, right? And then he's sitting there, and he's like, well, he goes, he was thinking, you know, there's people in the other room on the inside of the house, but they wouldn't be able to hear me, so that's not going to help me. And so he's just he's standing there, and he's like, I don't know, what Lord, what should I do? And so then he, he got the idea that he was going to drop, but he was going to drop like a gymnast and bend his knees and then land like the gymnasts do when they plant their landing. That's what he did, and he plopped down, and he was 100% fine, and he realized that he didn't do it alone. Wow. And it's just like you're just here, you're going, yeah, this happened in the house I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> such a great, great story. Such a great, great guy and a great, great blessing. All right. Somebody is ready to answer the trivia question. Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? David, just talking with Fred. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing fantastic, brother. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that. And I want you to be doing fully blessed. Fully blessed in the Lord. Okay? All right, here we go. Straightforward. Just looking for not the number, but the actual day. What day of the week did Jesus rise from the dead? Well, he was credited with getting up on a Sunday. That is correct! But you you know, David, the thing that's more important than that and thing that's more... It doesn't make me a difference whether it was... Tuesday or Thursday. Exactly. The bottom line is he got up. Yeah, that's right. And it doesn't matter the what. Most important. <laughs> that's exactly. what differentiates him from anybody else is that he got a lot of people died. A lot of people did died. Simon the Peter prophesied that he was going to get up in three days. Simon the social, I should say, prophesied that he would get up in three days. In three days. That's been 2,000 years ago, and Simon the social is for all of us hid in his grave. That's exactly right. Got up, and that's, 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 that makes the difference. That makes all the difference in the world. That is it, because everybody else we have a monument to, but not yes. Jesus. Our monument is an empty grave. Yes. There yes. you go. Excellent job, my brother. Very good, well, very good you. work. All right. God bless you. Thank you. Happy Easter. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, great job. So what we're going to do, because I had to tell that story about Frank, 
because he was a great story. That was a good story, too. That's a great story. I mean, he's such a great guy. Just like you're just talking to him. It's like, he's like, I should write a book. They told me to write a book. I told them what to do to write a book. So I said, write one line, write one line, write, then just go back. And I mean, he's just that kind of person. Anyway, we're going to take a break, then come back, and then dive, dive, dive into Job. You're listening to the David Smoot Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull there, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Do you know how you keep going? Do you know how you keep putting one foot in front of the other? Do you know how you don't give up? Do you know how you don't quit even though you want to quit? You fix your eyes on Jesus. You see with God. When Peter went out of that boat and stepped on that water, there is no natural principle in the world, in, in, in any normal universe, that would allow Peter to walk on water. But he did one thing well. He looked at Jesus. And as he was looking at Jesus, the Bible says he walked on the water. He looked at his situation just focusing at Jesus. Then he took his eyes off of Jesus, and he saw the winds and the waves, and he sank. He lost the correct attitude when he stopped seeing with Jesus in the picture. Whatever you see, whatever you face, whatever you encounter, do not see it or face it in the natural. For we walk by faith and not by sight. So everything you see, you must insert the picture of Jesus. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back 
at the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Before we offer our trivia question, let's do this now. Let's pray for the authentic churches of Jesus Christ as they're coming into Easter. Let's do it collectively. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you and praise you. What an incredible time of reflection. All our days are, are resurrection days, and we just we're so thankful for that. That's just so awesome. But this is the time where we recognize that there's special focus on this particular incredible, redemptive grace and mercy where life came from death. And Lord, we've got churches out there they love you, Lord. They're, they're going to do their best this Sunday. They're going to do their best to present the gospel, to bring people in, to communicate it. We pray for their success, that you would bless their efforts. And they would reach people, and people that have never said yes, all across this country and all across the world. People who have never said yes would say, yes, I surrender, and the harvest would increase and the family would be enlarged. We pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, if you want to pray for them, that's something you want to do. You know, just pray for you, just pray for all churches that are authentically representing Jesus Christ. Like, yes, go, go. All right, here we go. Here it is. Here's a trivia question. Name the last, no, last, last week we did three out of nine. Name the last fruit of the Spirit. Name the last one recorded. What's the last fruit of the Spirit recorded? So, you know, there's nine fruits. Name the last one. Okay? All right, there you go. If you think you know, very good, Joanne and Cordell. If you think you know, you can reach out to us by calling 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email to david at org. I would encourage you to do that because I'm getting ready to do my jokes. And if I know you guys, you probably want to get spared from these. But here we go. Okay. <laughs> these are all one-liners. I hope you're ready for these. These are not, by the way, not spiritually inclined. They're just little one-liner funny jokes. So, okay. All right. There you go. Ready? This is so funny. All right. Well, want to hear a roof joke? The first one's on the house. Mission failed. We'll get them next time. <laughs> All right. I saw a movie about how ships are put together. It was riveting. <laughs> See riveting ships. Ships are put together by ri- Nip it in the bud. <laughs> okay. All right. Hold on. All right, why did the taxi driver get fired? Passengers didn't like it when she went the extra mile. Say what? <laughs> okay, here you go. Listen, this could offend you, and if it does, get therapy. All right? Here, here this is one. A man walks into a library and asks the librarian for books about paranoia. She whispers, they're right behind you. <laughs> Did you get that one? I mean, that's funny. Oh, God. 
Finally, find last one. What should you do if you're attacked by a group of clowns? What do you do if you're attacked by a group of clowns? Go straight for the juggler. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Those weren't that bad, were they? They weren't that uh, Okay. I'm getting that. Eh. <laughs> yeah, you're on your own. Okay. Uh, name the last fruit of the Spirit, according to Galatians chapter 5, if you think you know. 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, david at he must increase.org. We do our best, folks. That's what we do. We do our best. We are in the book of Job. We are at chapter 16. That's right. We're kind of getting through it now. We're going to take a few bigger jumps and a few uh, bigger leaps that I think would be uh, helpful. So in Job chapter 16, I just want to pick it up, uh, run through it, and stop at verse 5. Job says this, I've heard all this before. What miserable comforters you are. (laughs) Won't you ever stop your flow of foolish words? What have I said that makes you speak so endlessly? I could say the same things if you were in my place. I could uh, spout off criticisms against you and shake my head, but that's not what I would do. And then he says this, I would speak in a way that helps you. I would try to take away your grief. Ah, we do have a caller, so we are going to have that caller answer the trivia question, then we're going to dive into what Job said because it is a very powerful statement. So go ahead and send them on through. Knock, knock, this is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David, it's Samson. Hey, Samson. How are you, bro? Good, good. Okay, straightforward. Last fruit out of the fruits named in Galatians. Can you hear me? You there? Yep, he disappeared. <laughs> Wait, yep, yep, there he goes. Yep, go. Goodbye. Okay. Just, we got to get this guy a phone. Yeah. Uh, just call back, Samson. Okay. All right. Just call back, Samson. We, you got disconnected. He probably hit his mute button. All right. I want to go back to this because I want to say something about this. And then what we'll do is we'll bring him on towards the end. Listen to this. Job said, I would speak in a way that helps you. I would try to take away your grief. This is really important for Christians to understand that Jesus, the Bible says that a bruised reed, he would not break. In other words, when people are bruised, you don't break them. You minister to them. People are wounded all over the place. In this world, in this society, people are crushed by just the weight of the world and the and the things that people say about them and the way that people treat them the way that I'm just going to say the way that people act when they're in any social setting when they're in line when they're driving when they're in any kind of public format the way people talk about each other smirk at each other and 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 just are are gross to each other this is the very thing that that Jesus would be uh, made clear, preached against, and would be pre- preaching against now because that kind of behavior doesn't reflect anything of the heart of God to be overly sarcastic and always smirking and making comments about things. Jesus would be much more along this lines. I'd speak in a way that would help you, that would take away your grief. That's what Jesus did. 
And I want you to think about it because you know when you first became a Christian, you were you you if there was wasn't a lot that happened, there's at some point you recognize that Jesus he took that darkness, he took that harshness, he took that the that element away and he didn't speak to you in a way that would just make you feel more miserable. He's called the Word of God. In the beginning was the Word, and he speaks life. And so it's important for you to understand. It's important for me to understand. we got to speak in a way that helps one another. It's part of the design of this show, that you guys help one another. You think, well, that's, you know. No, that's part of the design. You want to speak in a way that would reflect Jesus Christ. You want to speak, if life and death are in the power of the tongue, let's go for life. How about that? And I like what Job says because he says, I would try and take away your grief. He's not trying to give them the solution. He's just trying to ease the pain. You know, sometimes, I must say this, sometimes a pat on the back is a powerful moment. Sometimes just a, a communication that says, I'm here with you. I love you. You don't always have to you don't always have to give the right answer. You do have to be the right answer. Oh, that's a good one. Do you like that one? You don't always have to give the right answer. You have to be the right answer. Gotta write answer. that one down. That's a good one. Somebody had to write that down. You gotta be that person. It's not only what you say, it's who you are, it's what you do. Sometimes, so Noel and I have been going back and forth on this. I'm just going to share. So Levi's not doing good. He's he's kind of going towards that difficult plane. And so uh, we we support each other in our grief, and we don't always talk. Sometimes we just cry a little together. Sometimes she cries, sometimes I do. That's part of it. Be the person that helps take away the grief. Be the person that shares it. And, and if you can't erase it, watch this. Do what Jesus said. Bear the burden with one another and love one another. That's the design. Okay? That's just good stuff. Okay. Uh, yep. Go ahead. Send them through. All right. Send them on through. Knock, knock. Who am I talking to? This is David. Hey, this is the Energized Bunny. <laughs> Let's hope you stay on the line long enough to answer the question. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm trying to myself control to give you the answer. Okay. Yeah, that's the key right there. He just gave it. He's trying to I know. A... That was deliberately. Yes, I <laughs> know. You're, you're... It's a self-control. <laughs> get, a, get a control of yourself, young man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying because I'm in a Dallas traffic. So all the unchristian words or parts were popping in my head. So. <laughs> So I'm trying to control myself. Nah, I understand. So self-control. Now, in the King James, it might say temperance. It's the same thing. It's just controlling thy spirit, controlling thyself. Excellent job, brother. How are you doing? How can I? I only got about 30 seconds, but I can pray for you. What do you got going uh, just, on? Yeah, just pray. Uh, I think my little bit my blood pressure is high, so just pray that God will just uh, All right, calm let's it pray. down. Let's yeah. pray. Lord, Thank you. we just lift up our brother to you and ask you just to bring healing into his body. Sometimes, Lord, even my blood pressure gets raised when I get a little uptight. And just pray that he would have that peace that passes all understanding that will keep his heart and mind in you. And he would find that the waves and the winds don't have the power that they claim to have. 
and he is in you in safety and doesn't have to be afraid of that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen, my brother. God bless you. God bless you, too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Smoot Experience right here on KAAM 770 Truth Station. We're going to take a short break and then come back. Don't, don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. I am such a sinner. Not just a sinner. I am such a sinner. I'm like the biggest sinner ever. That's how I felt. And then it was the understanding that God really cared about me. And therein lies the key. Because God did care. He does care. And it's the same for you. You're listening to me. He does care. And that pain you're going through, it makes him weep. And you might say, well, you can't back that up spiritually or scripturally. Yes, I can. John chapter 11, verse 35. Jesus wept. Not for Lazarus. Lazarus was getting up in five minutes. But all the grief and the pain around him. Come on. God has a heart. His heart's bigger than your heart. So here's part of the things that I, I mean, I'm skipping, I'm skipping light years. I'm just going past it. But it's like, when that guy started crying and I started getting mad and then he said it was, this is how the Lord feels for you. This is the, the Lord's heart for you. It just showed me I'm so hard hearted. I'm, I'm like, a, I'm like, a, I'm like a, a, a rock, but not in a good way. You know, I'm like a, like a dumb rock. Like, oh man, what's the matter with me? And so, you know what he did when he was done doing that? Because now I'm gone, right? Because now, you, well, how do you think after after that happens, how do you think I feel? Okay? So now I'm like, please pray for me. <laughs> That's right, because I'm just lost. And he prays for me, and it's powerful. It's like, you know, it's unbelievable. It's just really, very, really powerful. Here's the thing that leads up to it. Now, are we ready? Cause, and that is the, the powerful point, especially when he cried. But it turns out that I went to that church for a little while. You want to hear something absolutely, positively, mind-blowing, amazing? Three months later on a Sunday night, I was preaching in that church. And I was preaching Romans 1.16, the very first thing I ever taught in my life. In that church, in Pastor David Huntsworth Church, Abundant Life in Dillon, Colorado. And I'll tell you one thing that I hope you really hear. And that is that one experience so affected me, I was never the same person again. It just showed me that God really does care. We're pretty hard-hearted. Yeah, we're kind of, we're mashugi from time to time. Not God. He's totally awesome. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMN 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we are getting ready to do our next trivia question. And during the break, I was sitting there going, Lord, you know, is there a theme? And then he just, I just found the theme for the show. I couldn't figure out where it was going, and then I, he showed me. Now, not where I was going to say what he was, 
it takes a while for me to catch up. I don't know if you notice that or not. I'm kind of like those four tomatoes, father tomato, mother tomato, to the sister tomato and the son tomato. Then the father goes back to the son and he steps on him and he goes, catch up. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Not bad, <mandate. laughs> That's right. That's funny. Uh, here's your next trivia question. Which came first? Not the chicken or the egg. We're not doing that because let's just recognize this right away. God doesn't lay eggs. Uh, which came first? The plants, the grass, the plants, or the sun? Which came first? The grass and the plants. Or the sun. Okay? For creation. Hey, that's that, that easy. 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. We're going to send you up to the website as we do. To remind you about, one, the ambassador program. If you want to be ambassador, we would love that. You just share. We have, like, brochures and little business cards, and then you just keep them close to you, maybe one in your car or something. And then if you are um, in a situation and you think, oh, I wish I had one of those, you would have it, and then you just share it, and you don't have to say anything or do anything. Say, hey, thought you might like it. Great, fantastic. God bless you. Or that's all you got to do for the ambassador program. Nothing more than that. But I do want you to watch the video. That'll tell you everything. And that's on the website. Plus, on the website is a place to give, so please do so. Check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemosincrease.org. Praise report? Hemosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Dave. <laughs> I couldn't tell if that was a dog, a duck, like a old lady. cat. I couldn't tell if that was. Now I have to ask Jennifer what that was. Sound like a lady north of 70. just too weird. All right. Uh, one more time on the triv, then we'll do history, then we'll do the teach. Here we go, making it simple. Which came first, the plants and the grass or the sun? That's a simple question. Okay. Uh, I think uh, I think you know bi- biology. There you go. 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, david at he must increase.org. Let's go ahead and do our history. All right, today is don't go to work unless it's fun day. <laughs> well, it is Monday. Fun day. Okay, never mind. Uh, it's National Walk to Work Day. Oh, yeah. Be a little too far for you, Dave. A little bit. <laughs> 37 miles could be a little bit. Uh, it is also Tweed Day. So that's the texture while plaid is a pattern. So it's, Tweed is a texture. And then it's Fish Fingers and Custard Day. Fish? Is that like fish sticks? Yeah, gotcha. I think so. I think that's correct. And then finally, National Chocolate Mousse Day, which is great because chocolate yeah. mousse is like chocolate pudding, but a little better and richer. Okay, that's just uh, 1860 on this day, the first run of the Pony Express. 
Pony Express Mail Service began its first run when it departed from St. Joseph, Missouri, arriving in Sacramento, California, 10 days later on April 13th. There you go. Uh, also on this day, uh, TV Guide put out its first issue. On the first issue of TV Guide, way before many of us would uh, really recognize how far this was going to go, was Lucille Ball's new son, Desi Arnaz Jr. It's like, this, this is way, this is, don't worry about it. <laughs> and then 1968, on this day, Martin Luther King Jr. delivered his mountaintop speech. Very powerful speech. And then 1972, the first ever mobile phone call is placed. 72? Yeah. Wow. The phone was 90 feet long, but that's not the point. The point is the first technology of it was there. Pretty okay. much. Okay. All like right. talking to a brick. <laughs> how big is that phone? I don't know. How big is your house? Uh, okay. Uh, trivia question, which came first, the plants and the grass or the sun? In the process of, of creation, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770-214-210-8483 or send an email, david at he must org. I want to go into this next text, and I want to just talk about this one point, and this is just an amazing point. So after Job says, I would take away your grief, this is what he says in verse 7. Oh, God, you've ground me down and devastated my family. You've reduced me to skin and bones as proof, they say, of my sins. God hates me. And tears angrily at my flesh. He gnashes his teeth against me and pierces me with his eyes. This is the thing that get we get concerned about when we go through trials. I'm going to say this. And I want you to catch this because we talked in the very, very, very first segment of today's show about understanding that hell is a burning. It's like a burning place. It's either a burning place or a burning process where you never can fulfill and never water down the burning of the lust. We talked about how because of the love that God has for us, there is a mediator between us and God. We talked about just now how it's important that when we're engaging with people, we have a reflection of the spirit of Jesus Christ and that we understand that we should be speaking and bearing each other's griefs and burdens and loving each other. Job now makes a reference point that escapes many, many, um, I'm just going to be honest, it escapes many commentators, and that is people say of him, God hates him. And the reason they were saying that is what? The reason they were saying that, that God hates him, is because he was going through it. And when we go through it, People think that God hates us, or even we think that God hates us, and all of that is wrong. God doesn't hate you because you go through a terrible trial. God doesn't hate you because now you're a Christian and you should know better because you used to sin, and then you said yes to Jesus, and now you don't have to do that sin, but then sometimes you still do that sin, and because you still do that and you're like the only one who ever does it, God hates you. And these lies bring bondage into people's lives. P- 
people say things about you because of your circumstance. I've got a brilliant message that you should never forget. They don't have a clue. Here's the second part of that message. Neither do you. You don't know either. Why did God allow this? If he sits down and explains it to you verbatim, then you would have an argument to say it is because of this or it is because of this. But guessing and assuming and trying to figure out is all of the things that bring about the depth of our doubt in God. We don't know why the why did that trial happen? Why do you have one child that's wayward? Why do you have a grandchild that's that's struggling to to physically exist on a regular basis? Why does this happen? It must be because God hates Dave. You see how stupid that is? Boy, for somebody who hates me, I sure get a lot of prayers answered. <laughs> it's like, you know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. We believe that. We take that on. We own that somehow. Like you did something wrong, and that's why you're having problems in this area, in this area, and this is because of this. It's all because of you. And it's like, what if it's all about God just bragging about you? Well, I'm not, Job. I know, but the book is in the scriptures for us to read so we can know. And it's not like it's a tiny book like Jude, or it's not a tiny book like, you know, 3 John. It's one of the biggest books in the Bible. What if all of that process that we're going through in our brains and, 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 and that other people assume about us or that we assume about ourselves, what if all of that? Is just us buying into a lie. Here's a question for you. If God hates you, then why did Jesus die for you? Well, he died for me up until I said yes. Oh, so Jesus died for you, kinda. Not really, just to a certain point. Nobody's encouraging anybody to send their brains out. What we're simply saying is this. God doesn't hate you, and if people think God hates you, they don't know God. Any person who's trying to find their way in, any person who's in and trying to find their way, any person who's been in and just wants to make sure they're in the way of the Lord, in doing the things of the Lord, any person like that, Anybody, God doesn't hate that person. There is nothing that you can add in theologically that would affirm God's hatred for that person. God thinks of you as the apple of his eye. You're his delight, not his despisement. We're going to have to trust him. We're going to have to believe that he has our best interests. We're going to have to really believe. Because if we don't really believe, we're insulting him. We don't want to do that. And we're buying into lies. And we don't want to do that. 
and we're being foolish. And we don't want to do that. How about we do this? How about we stand firm that God has our best interests in mind and stop throwing lies into ourselves or hearing other people's lives about us? That's a good idea. Let's do that. How about that? Which came first, the plants and grass or the sun? And the answer is the plants and the grass. And here's the funny thing. You can't have that and have evolution work because there was no sun for the plants to have any seeds in it. But guess what? That's not how creation went. The plants and the seeds and the grass all came first. Then there was a sun. Try and work that one in the system. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Going to take a short break, then come back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. The David Spoon Experience. Bottom line is what I'm about to share with you does not, does not, does not, does not mean that churches are bad. There are a multitude of great churches. Jesus had an address to seven churches in the book of Revelation, right? Multiple of those churches were excellent. Everybody had something they can improve on, change, grow in. Only uh, two of those churches were super, super bad. The idea behind that is never take what I'm about to share is how the church is at large. This is no indictment on the church of God, the bride of Christ. Never, never, never think of the church that way. The Lord God Almighty loves the church. If you don't love what God loves, if you don't love who God loves, that's a whole separate issue that you have to deal with. You understand that? Like any person searching for answers, I too have wondered about him. He has a weird sense of humor. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. Those big ears really don't help. Will people enjoy his perspective on culture, politics, food, sports, and local and national news? I don't know. 
He's just a client. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience on KAAM. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where two very important pieces of information have come to me uh, via email. The first one is Jennifer has let me know what the sound was. What was it, Dave? It was, in fact, Ewoks from Star Wars. Ah, how did you not know that? Huh? I, I don't know. I don't know. I missed that one. Yeah. yeah. I think I, because I only caught like, like, well, no, there's no excuse. <laughs> I should have known that. And that was just bad. That's bad funny. on my part, which is hilarious because now that I know that, the next time it plays, I'm going to be able to go, you know, say something about it. I am your father. You know, that kind of thing, you know? <laughs> That's the first thing. And then the second thing that's come to my attention is uh, that the first thing came to my attention. Gotcha. Okay. Just making sure everybody's on the same page. Here's your last trivia question. <laughs> uh, what river was Jesus baptized in? What river was Jesus baptized in? Wowzer, that's a challenging one, right? Kind of ending with the challenging one there. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. Additionally, you can text 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. So if you know what river Jesus was baptized in, uh, the only hint I can give you now, Joanne and Cordelia have gotten the pow pow, so they get congrats for that. Very, very nice work, ladies. Excellent work today. Uh, but here's a hint they also make, in this particular guy, they also make almonds, blank almonds. So you've got to put them together. Okay, there you go. Almond. So what's the first part of that? Okay. Did you get that? Did you get that hint at all? Okay. He's just looking at me like, what are you talking about? Didn't get so, that one. So if you go to the movie theater, yep. you can get a particular type of almonds. What kind of almonds can you get? And that would be the river. See. <laughs> you know what? You gotta go a long way to explain it. <laughs> okay, somebody's ready to answer uh the question. All right, let's send him on through. Knock knock, this is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good, Gary. How are you feeling today? Well, okay. Just, I'm, just, I'm just hanging in there? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Right, fair enough. I mean, I'd, I'd rather you just be honest about it and then we can know. I'm still going to pray for you if that's okay because I like praying for you. And I, okay, I just I, I share in that every time you do well, I share in that. I just think that and when you're struggling, I want to share in that too. That's part of our prayer. God does answer prayers. He does yes. answer our prayers. Yes, he does. Yeah, we've had a lot of graceful things happen, and we are thankful for that. All right, I'm going to give you a shot here. I, I'm pretty sure you knew this beforehand, but I thought the, the hint about the almonds wasn't that bad. Uh, what river was Jesus baptized in? The Jordan. That is correct, Amanda, sir. So I was kind of going with the Jordan almonds, <laughs> the movie yeah. theater kind of thing, and then uh, you know, poor, poor uh, Dynamite D is like going, "What?" <laughs> like never. And he was it. baptized by a second cousin, uh, John the Baptist. That's right, John the Baptist, and in the River Jordan. Boy, you hit on all cylinders. Good job today. 
excellent work. Let me pray over you. The Lord just bless your health, okay? Let's pray. Okay. Father, we need you to answer prayer because only you can answer prayer. Lord, we need you and we depend on you. And we just lift up Gary to you. We ask you to touch his body, touch his frame, let his blood flow, let him feel the strength, the renewal, let him know the power of the Holy Spirit in his body. Let him have a better later part of the day than he's had earlier part of the day. And answer our prayers in this petition by touching him physically. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Amen. Thank you very much. And I prayed for all of you yesterday, and I'll continue to pray for you. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. God bless you. You too. Bye-bye. All right. A uh, couple things just to remind you of. Don't forget about April Buddies and stuff like that. And don't forget. Okay. Uh, last thing I want to teach on this little portion right here, uh, which is uh, straightforward. Let me just teach it on this Job thing. Uh, here is what Job says in Chapter 17. Remember I said we're kind of you know, taking a little bit of a jump on some of this. Uh, this is what he says, verse 17, chapter 17, verse 1, My spirit is crushed, and I am near death. Verse 3, You must defend my innocence, since no one else— You must defend my, my innocence, O God, since no one else will stand up for me. That's just amazing. Listen to that. You must defend my innocence since no one else will stand up for me. I just want to say something about that. I'm just going to close with this. Do you know why Job said that? Because he wanted to be right in front of other people. He wanted other people to think him righteous. God is a God of justice. And he will bring about the right justice at the right time. But when we need other people to validate us, we're taking away from some of the validation from the Lord. Not that you never get validation. I'm not saying that. But we rely so heavily on people validation that we forget that the great validator is the one who sits on the throne. And when we need other people's approval, even if it's, you know, the portion or this portion, it can move into greater portions. And when the religious leaders who sought the approvals of other religious leaders recognized that by saying yes to Jesus, they were going to lose the approval of those people, they decided not to say yes to Jesus. That's how far it can go. People can reject Jesus Christ because they are seeking the approval of man. And what we can't do, and I, I, I mean, I, I totally understand what Job is saying, and I totally connect to it, and I, I feel with it, but I look at it and recognize when the validation that comes from others is on any similar par than the validation that comes from God, we have blown it as Christians. I, I love my wife, but she cannot give me the validation that Jesus Christ can give me. I love my children. They most certainly can't give me the validation. <laughs> I love my grandchildren. They're closer, but they still also cannot give me the validation 
Only God can give me the validation. Be that through answered prayer, communion, fellowship. Be that it, it, uh, just by showing up in one moment just so I can know he's connected me. Fantastic. But when I need the validation from others that he has to defend me because if he doesn't defend me, they're all going to think me less, then we got a problem. Then I got a problem. Then I am the problem. If we were supposed to live, and I, I, I've told you this before, it was a fast that I went on. The Lord made it so clear to me. And it's just one of those things I just I f- feel strongly about. I, I'm working towards. I'm trying to do better at it on a regular basis. I cannot live for the audience. I cannot speak for the audience. I must live and speak for the author. Because if I do anything else, he's not first. That's it. I, I know. And I know it's difficult to do, especially with family and people you rely on. I mean, I understand. I'm not I'm not speaking in ways that I don't get it. But I, I have to live my life in a way that I continually remember to justify God and not myself so that he is honored and praised. Because every time, it comes down that he is righteous and we are not every time, period, for the author and not the audience. Okay? All right. All right, folks, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas, taking a 22 and a half hour break. Then we'll come back. More insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. The views expressed on the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.